Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. The following contains descriptions of physical violence, sexual violence, and graphic descriptions of autopsies. Hey listeners, welcome to episode 30 of TGIC Podcast. I swear to God, we just did our 20th episode, but, like, I, I don't know. No, literally, like, what was our 20th episode? Alicia Lamb. I swear we did that, that like, a minute ago. Like, that's so, I don't know. And 30 just seems like such a big number. It is a really big number. Like, a really big number. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, we, got, we have a lot going on today. So, well, first, we record every day before we upload because school. Yeah. And school has started to take up all of our time. But Exactly. But, like, okay, so, today is, like, super overscheduled for me. I did my driver's class this morning, then I went to Izzy's, and then my brother's graduating 8th grade today, so, shout out to Jordan, congratulations, you'll never listen to this, but, you know, congrats, and then I'm going out to dinner tonight to, like, celebrate that, but anyway, we have a lot going on today, Yeah. and in Um, addition to that, we're launching our Patreon! Yeah, so, you know what, if you just want, like, a little bit more of us... Go to our Patreon. <laughs> a little bit more. I think, a little bit more. I think people might have enough. Yeah, I think a lot of you might have enough, but if you're one of those rare people that don't and you want some extra bonus content, then subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, I mean, we would want... love to have you guys there. We need more friends. Yes, we do. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, we're excited about that. We'll give you a little bit more detail on that in a minute, but... We're about to launch, well, it's today, but like tomorrow, when you're listening to this tomorrow, tomorrow. it'll be yesterday, right? That's how that works. Yeah. Time. Okay, cool. So if you are listening to this, as this comes out, our Patreon will already be launched. Or if you're like a really cool fan who follows us on Instagram, which is at tgic.podcast, there will be a lot of information on there today about how to go sign up for it. So yeah, let's get started. Today's case will be about the murder of Kathleen Peterson which is super weird because uh, if you guys have ever heard of the Lacey Peterson case, it's like another case with someone's last name is Peterson, which Mm -hmm. really bothers me. It's really weird. Anyway, so this is a pretty exciting case because... Um, we're gonna, we're gonna have our first Patreon episode be, like, connected to it. Yeah, exactly. So, you guys will get another theory if you subscribe to our Patreon. And that theory's freaking crazy, by the way. It is really crazy. So, you know, go subscribe to our Patreon if you are really just interested in this case and want to hear us talk about it a little bit more. But, let's just get started with our regularly scheduled episode. Kathleen Hunt was born on February 21st of 1953 in Greensboro, North Carolina. She was raised by her mom, Veronica, and lived with her two sisters, Lori and Candace, and her brother, Stephen. She lived in North Carolina for the majority of her life. I actually couldn't find out if she lived anywhere else because it said she, like, was born there and she yeah. got there and she lived there. So she may have lived somewhere else, but, like, I'm not really sure. She, I mean, when people say, like, majority of their life that they live somewhere, I, it's usually, like, 
they've lived there except for maybe like a few months or like a few years. Like maybe she went to college in a different state or something. Yeah, but it's anyway. She was born there. She died there. Important fact. She lived there for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, she worked as an engineer, which is like super cool because you know women yeah. in STEM in the twentieth century. Exactly. She and rocked. I, she definitely rocked. Like, engineering is one of those things that I've always been interested in but could never do because I don't like math or science. <laughs> yeah, so... No, I want to be, like, one of those badass women in STEM, but I hate math and science. No, literally. Like, I would, you know, I would totally be, like... I rem- this is so bad, but one time in science, I think this is in, like, eighth grade, my teacher, like, asked us what we all wanted to be when we were older, and I was like, I want to be a rocket scientist. You did not. I did. Oh, God. But I only said that because she had a pile of NASA stickers on her desk. Oh, my God. You're such a kiss. And I came home, or I didn't come home. I came back from lunch, and she had set a... NASA sticker on my computer with a little note that said, I hope you go for a rocket engineer. That's really sweet. It's really sweet. It's really sweet. Did you say that to, like, be a kiss-ass, though? I mean, I thought it would be cool, but I also did it because I saw the stickers. Well, that was really nice of her. It was really nice of her. I've never, ever wanted to be a scientist. Like, if I think about the evolution of, like, the jobs I've wanted over the years... You've never been a scientist. No. I'd say my first dream job would be to star on Disney Channel. (laughs) You know, I just, I really, I used to practice how to do those, like, Mickey Mouse transitions. Oh, my God, yeah. the magic wand. I used to practice that because that was, like, my biggest dream. And then I think I want to be a teacher for a while, which I don't know why, because I kind of hate children. Yeah. I, I yeah. think I just really admired my teachers when I was younger, so I was like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll be a teacher now. Um, and then, I guess since, like, I was, like, I don't know, ever since I've watched Legally Blonde, I've decided on lawyer. That's a good choice. I mean, <laughs> for me, I've circled through so many things. I wanted to be a famous soccer player when I was little, and then I was like, you know what, I want to be in the military. And then I was like, you know what, I want to be an MMA fighter. An MMA fighter? Yes. And then I was like, I want to be a investigative journalist. That's cool. Which is cool. That's super like my dangerous. That's cool. Because I kind of do that ish. And now I want to work on movies. But yeah, our job spheres are very different. Yeah. Anyway, she was an engineer. Was yeah, she was an engineer. That was Sorry about that. that. Long, long ass story. Um, so she was married to Fred Atwater, which I don't really know if that's how you say that. Atwater. I imagine that's just how you would say that. It's Atwater. It's like A-T-W-A-T-T-E-R. Yes. Atwater. Atwater. In 1977, and they had a daughter together named Caitlin Atwater. Um, (laughs) they were later divorced, but she kept her name as Kathleen Hunt Atwater. This lady just kind of collects last names. Yeah. Um, in 1997, she got married again to Michael Peterson and changed her last, and changed her name to Kathleen Hunt Atwater Peterson. Jesus. That's like, that's really wordy. That's like a bunch of kind of hard to like, not pronounce, but like, yeah, a lot of syllables. Yeah. And Michael had also been married and divorced previously, so this was, like, both of their second marriages. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and they lived in Durham, North Carolina. So she did she did live in North Carolina at this point. I'm not yeah. really sure what she lived in between, but she, she did live in North Carolina from <laughs> leading up to her death. Yeah. So they lived together, obviously, because they were married. But I'm going to get into the timeline a little bit. So December 9th of 2001, at around 2.40 in the morning, a call was made to the police from the Peterson home. 
Michael had called due to the fact that he'd gone out, like, okay, the story's kind of unclear. I found a bunch of different things, but basically he, like, went downstairs. He was going to go look at the pool or something in the middle of the night, which made no sense. And he found Kathleen unconscious at the foot of the stairs, like, in the home. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, like, he was on the phone with this 911 operator, and he was like, she must have fallen down the 15 to 20 stairs, which is, like, a lot of stairs, after consuming a mix of alcohol and Valium. Oh. And if you don't know what that is, it's, like, a sedative. That's, like, an interesting combo there. Yeah. That's, like, the rich white mom in the TV show ladies, like... Exactly, like, drinking wine. Exactly. And her talk, like, okay, later on, you find out that the toxicology reports actually showed that her blood alcohol level was only 0.07, which is below the legal driving limit, which is 0.08. So she was most likely not, like, substantially drunk. Yeah. But, like, by the time authorities got to the scene, Kathleen was, like, declared deceased. However, they were, like, immediately skeptical that she had fallen down the stairs, and that was, like, the cause of the death. Um, so yeah, that was literally the timeline. Sorry, wow. that's so short. That's literally it. Very abrupt. Yeah, but I'm going to get into the autopsy and the crime scene itself, which is the first time that we've done that in like a really long I know, time for like an episode. Barely ever have a crime scene. Well, we keep doing missing people. Yeah. And there's so, not a crime scene for that. I want to know what people like more, missing or murders. Okay, I'm, like, such a big missing fan. I'm such a big murder fan. I don't know why, and I think it's kind of lame, because I feel like murder is much more, like, true crimey. Mm-hmm. But, like, something about the fact that people just vanish is, like, crazy. So weird. I I've... can't, like, conceptualize it, and I think that's what makes it more interesting to me. Yeah, I feel like that's something that's... It's interesting, and you can do so many theories with that, too. Yeah. I just, like, murders more... I feel like it's... The amount of closure you get, it's, like, just shy. Like, you solve one thing, and you solve the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like... It's, like, Clue. Yeah. Oh, my God, wait. I just actually thought of a really good episode idea. <laughs> right now? Yeah. Please share. National parks. People going missing in national parks. Oh, yeah. I think that there's, like, whole ass podcasts that cover that. Like, oh. different... Different cases per episode? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool, but, like, also kind of weird. Couldn't they have just been attacked by a bear? Bear? supernatural creature okay i just i'm cannibals if you go go missing in a natural park there was probably some sort of like nature related accident that occurred but like have you heard of those people like they found people in trees like hung in trees with their like guts hanging out ew well that's probably just like i don't know like the kkk don't they hang out in the woods? I don't know. Can you imagine, like, being in the woods and just seeing, like, a hooded person? Dude, I'm sure No, <laughs> I would so too. scared. That would be, that would really be fucking That would horrifying. be the end. I would just close my eyes. Just and, like, lay back. Yeah. I don't even let know what to at that point. Okay. Um, I'm going to get back to the autopsy. <laughs> okay. So, in the autopsy, they discovered that she had a fracture of the th- thyroid neck cartilage. She had seven lacerations to the top and back of her head and, like, the back of her neck, which were all consistent with some sort of, like, blunt force trauma, more specifically some sort of object, than really, like, falling from a great height. So, compared to, like, John Bonet's autopsy, because she also had blunt force trauma. Yeah. Is it similar to that? It's pretty similar to that, except for the fact that she had no brain damage. Okay, so Which, it couldn't have been that, like, 
it couldn't have been like like a flashlight hitting your head you know what I mean it was more like lacerations so she had like some skull skeletal damage but it wasn't like bashed in with like something spiky yeah okay that's weird. But what's weird about that is, like, you wouldn't get that from falling down the stairs. No. You know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't get lacerations. And especially, like, you can see these the pictures online. That's like, that's, like, cuts and scratches, right? Yeah. Because I was thinking if she fell down the stairs, maybe if she hit her head on each stair or something. No, but, like... But like, that wouldn't cause cuts like that. No, it wouldn't. Exactly. And, like, also, they were kind of, like, in line on her head. I don't know how to explain it, like but... Like, in a pattern? Almost, kind of. Okay. And it was just, like, if you look at pictures of the crime scene, which are also available online, you see that the stairs are rounded. Okay. Like, that was something that was really interesting to me, because it was, like, the stairs are one of the stairs that's kind of in a hallway. Mm -hmm. So there's walls on either side of you, and the stairs are all rounded. So it's, like, what sharp thing was she hitting as she was falling down the stairs? Yeah, that's weird. Like, it doesn't make sense. And her official cause of death was blood loss, and she died between, get this, 90 minutes to two hours after sustaining the original injuries. Is which that a is, lot or, like, a long time? That's, like, a long-ass time. That means she was at the bottom of those stairs for, like, around two hours. Okay, but, like, wouldn't her husband have, like, heard her fall down the stairs? Exactly. Wouldn't he have heard her, or wouldn't she have been yelling? Well, I mean, if he was out going to check on the pool and whatever, shouldn't he have heard her? Exactly. Like, like, that doesn't make sense. Like, did he wait? Did, was he, like, in a deep sleep when this all happened, and then he just woke up at, like, 2.40 a.m.? Oh, better go check out the pool. Let me go check my filters. Yeah, I... That's and weird. it was December. Like, it's not like it was a... Like, oh, he couldn't have gone weird. swimming. That is weird. I didn't even this, think about that until now. Because wouldn't the pool be, like, covered at that point? Yeah. Yeah. Or drained. I think most people cover them now. Drain sounds like a pain in the ass. True. Because then you have to fill it up. I feel like I should know more about pools. My parents used to have one, but, like, I never actually lived in the house without the pool. Well, I did, yeah. but, like, for, like, as an infant. <laughs> but, yeah. So, that, it's just weird. Doesn't really line up. And the scene itself was, like, really messy. Like, the staircase itself was relatively narrow and the stairs were rounded, like I said. And the blood splatter evidence... Like, there was so much blood in that hallway. Like, if you can literally find these pictures. I keep saying that, but... There, if, if you Google her name, Kathleen... It comes up. It up right away. But, like, did you... Have you seen them? Yeah. It's a shit ton of it's blood. It's, like, really messy. And, like, it's too messy to have just been, like, an accident. Exactly. Like, you wouldn't... Your head wouldn't be bleeding, like, all over the walls if you fell. Yeah. You know what I mean? I used to fall down the stairs a lot as a child. Did you ever do that? Yes, I remember one time I, like, cartwheeled downstairs on accident. <laughs> I have, like, distinct memories of waking up, like, way before I, like, was supposed to or whatever mm-hmm. to, like, go downstairs and watch TV at, like, the crack of dawn. And I, like, have distinct memories of, like, not, like, missing a step because it was so dark and, like, falling. straight up just, like, bumping my ass down the stairs. Oh, my God, that was literally the worst, like, or falling up the stairs like, okay, well, I still do that. I still do that, too. Like, I don't fall down the stairs anymore. The other, day, <laughs> the other day, I was wearing a really long skirt to school, and Jillian knows this because she was walking with me up the stairs. She was, like, holding her skirt like she was fucking Cinderella. No, because I kept stepping on it and almost pulling my skirt down and then also almost falling. Yeah, so maybe long skirts are not the move for school. Yeah. 
Unless yeah. you, like, don't wear them low-waisted. <laughs> yes. And, I mean, okay. It's about the blood splatter evidence, we got this in the trial that we're going to be talking about later. But a forensic expert named Henry Lee was hired by the Peterson family, and in his opinion, the evidence is consistent with the fall downstairs. However, the police concluded that both the injuries and the blood evidence were inconsistent with that typical fall. So it, you really got two different sides of the story here. You got a whole police station that believes that they're inconsistent and then a hired like professional that believes that they are consistent. Yeah. So it's just... It's weird. You got a lot of differing views and opinions about this. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay, so... Our suspects and theories, I guess, is set up a little bit differently today. So, it's there's really this, this big suspect in this case. And so, I'm going to do, like, a little theory that kind of leads into our suspect, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to talk about that real quick, and then we'll get really into, like, the actual suspect of the case. Yeah. Okay. So, the whole thing that started off this investigation was this strange connection to the death of Elizabeth Ratcliffe. In 1985, a friend of the Petersons named Elizabeth Ratcliffe died in Germany. And when I say the Petersons, I'm like 90% sure this was Michael Peterson and his first wife, not Kathleen. <gasps> what? Yeah. That's that's just timing-wise. <laughs> oh, wait. That? I was so sl- I'm so slow. I thought you said that that was his ex-wife. No, 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 no. No, okay. okay that was so my fault. That was, I'm slow. Michael Peterson and his first wife were visiting their friend named Elizabeth Ratcliffe, right? Okay. Yeah, okay. So they're like visiting her in Germany and she this lady just dies. But here's the weird thing. She was also found dead at the foot of a staircase with head injuries. What? And her autopsy concluded that she had died as a result of blood coagulation disease that she had that like made it impossible for her to recover from the head injury she suffered. But here's where it gets a little funky. Um, the night before her body was found, the Petersons had dinner with Elizabeth and her daughters. Michael stayed a little later than his wife to help put her daughters to bed, which I find to be strange. That's anyway, really weird. That's, like, really creepy, but, like... Like, why would your family friend put your daughters to sleep? Like, I don't know why you need help. You do it alone every other night. But whatever. Let's, let's just pretend he was trying to be nice. I don't know. The next morning, the nanny found her dead at the bottom of the stairs, which makes Michael the last person to have seen her alive. <gasps> Ooh! This connection made Michael become the primary suspect in the murder of his wife in 2001, which is Kathleen, because they both died in, like, the same way. Michael was the last person to be around them, and he's just, he's got some weird alibis. That's so weird. Like, that's such a specific way to die, too. I know. Well, you think that you try to, like, you know, not get caught and, like, do it a little bit differently. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's maybe just, that's just, like, his M.O. <laughs> I do love cases that are connected like this, though. Like, no, that aren't connected like, until much later. And it's not, like, necessarily, like, a serial killer. It's mm-hmm. just, like, a pattern killer, I guess. But, I like, know. they're so specific, they can't be dismissed. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get into Michael Peterson a little bit. So, first off, the dude is literally guilty as hell. Yeah. Like, that's all we got to say about it. <laughs> So it's like, A, it's pretty much assumed that he did the same thing to Elizabeth Ratcliffe. 
and her body was literally exhumed, and her autopsy was revived, re- not revived, revised to say that she was murdered. Yeah. And B, there is no way that Kathleen's death was an accident because of her extensive injuries and the literal crime scene at the bottom of the stairs. Exactly. That's just not consistent with someone falling down, like, 15 to 20, like, blunt stairs. Mm-hmm. And in 2002, Caitlin, who's Kathleen's daughter, sued Michael Peterson for wrongful death. And as she should. As she should. And after like a long ass legal battle, Caitlin was awarded 25 million. That's a shit ton. Yeah. But Michael like still refused to admit to killing Kathleen. It's so obnoxious. Which is like so irritating. And I mean like I feel like it's good that she sued for wrongful death because that's something I feel like a lot of people when they don't get closure in murder cases, but it's basically assumed that you know who it is. Yeah. They do that so that you can't, like, you don't have to worry about double jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And then they can eventually be put in jail, like, for the murder. Yeah. And, I mean, unfortunately, like, also during all of this, um, he, Michael was convinc- convicted of premeditated murder in 2003. And like, right in the middle of all this. Right like in the middle of all of it. And, unfortunately, Michael is a stubborn asshole who continued to appeal this verdict for many years, and in 2017, he filed for an Alfred plea, which is, like, a guilty plea entered because sufficient evidence exists to convict him of the offense, but the defendant asserts innocence. Definition brought to you by Wikipedia. <laughs> and, like, he pled guilty to... Voluntary manslaughter, which is dumbed down to murder. Okay, it is dumbed down to murder. I, it, like, it, well, I, it's like it's a dumbed down conviction. Yeah, on why don't they just say like murder? I don't understand. I'm so pissed about this. I actually have like a whole thing on why voluntary manslaughter should not exist. Involuntary manslaughter is like when you hit someone with your car and it's an accident. It's an accident. Like you didn't mean to, but you know someone's dead, so manslaughter. Yeah. But like it really should just be manslaughter. Like you don't voluntarily manslaughter someone. Like that's that's, that's murder. Murder, not manslaughter. It's Involuntary a, manslaughter. There's a whole other thing about like premeditated murder. Actually, it was brought up a lot in this case by the jurors mm-hmm. who said, because a lot of people will assume premeditated means you have to like plan days and hours in advance, right? But it's not. If you are planning even like five seconds before you do something, it's premeditated. Yeah. If you look at like designated things, you look at your person that you want to kill, that's premeditation. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I could rant about that like all day, but van- voluntary manslaughter is such bullshit. Like, I, what does that even mean? That's yeah, like, it doesn't make sense. That's like when you don't want to give people harsh sentences for, like, bullshit reasons. Yeah. So, this guy ended up going to jail, and, yeah, isn't he still in jail today? I think so, but, you know, he has, like, a shorter sentence, I think, and I think he might have the opportunity for parole because his sentence got changed. Yeah, but I'm not quite sure. basically, this guy is in prison, as he should be. Yeah, because he sucks. Because he fucking killed his wife. And he, yeah, he killed his wife, and he killed that other lady. Yeah, what the... I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything else about that case. After the connection, I don't know if he, if he was ever tried to be, like, attempted to be prosecuted. I don't know who does the prosecution. Like, I don't know if that's something that the American authorities deal with, or if that's something mm-hmm. the German authorities deal with, or, like... If he's, like, put on trial in front of the UN, I really don't know how that works. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. International murder? Like, I'm sure there's rules. I just don't know them. Yeah. But, yeah, this was the murder of Kathleen Peterson. 
But that's not all, guys. Go subscribe to our Patreon page, like, right now, and mm-hmm. hear a special extra theory on the case. And trust me, it's totally worth it. It's definitely worth it. If you want to hear more about this case, as crazy as it is, you should definitely go check it out right now. And remember, we will not have a new regular episode next week because we will be switching to our every other week schedule for summer. But, you know, if you subscribe to our Patreon, we will be uploading a new mini episode on our off weeks, which does include next week, which I think is June 3rd. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we won't have a new regular episode next week. We'll have one the following week, but mini episode will be coming out. In between. Yeah, alongside this episode today and also the episode, we'll have one next week. Yeah, so basically you'll be getting a mini episode every single week and you'll be getting a full-length episode every other week. Don't promise that. I think it's... Hold on. I I think it depends on which level you are. Oh, yeah. We have to sort it out, but... Our, if you subscribe to our basic tier, you will be getting a mini episode on the off week, so we're not uploading a regular one. But if you are uplo- if you're subscribed to our like big big one, our like TGIC BFF, you get a additional mini episode for once a month, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, pick which one you want to go listen to. Go subscribe, and yeah, bye. bye.